Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to a very unique episode of the Clarion Call. Uh, every now and then in life, we have things that we see that are out of the ordinary, uh, that are part of the miraculous, that break into our normal everyday life and how we conduct our business. And um, today we're going to speak to you about what I saw with my own eyes. Um, you can listen to this show uh, online at blogtalkradio.com forward slash WRTSFM. You also are able to listen to us on WIGOM 1570 starting at the 945 time slot for those who happen to be tuning in live and uh, need to get away from a computer and maybe want to go to the radio or maybe going in your car. Uh, if you are in your car and you have the TuneIn radio application, you can find WIGO or you can just type in the Clarion Call Show and you will in fact find this broadcast on TuneIn radio as well. I'm your host again, Minister Jonathan Simmons, and we're going to be playing you throughout this broadcast excerpts uh, of the service that I had the opportunity to attend uh, two weeks ago on August the 17th, uh, where, in fact, I saw the hand of God move in a miraculous way. I don't want to make it sound like I have not seen the miraculous before. I've seen God perform healings. I have actually myself been involved in an instrument of healing uh, where I have uh, prayed for people, and the Spirit of the Lord uh, moved, and I saw people recovered from their illness within days or sometimes weeks after the prayer. Uh, sometimes I've seen responses from smaller things, smaller illnesses where people uh, where their condition improved almost immediately. But this was something out of the ordinary. As we prepare to give you some of these broadcasts, excuse me, some of these uh, tapes and snippets from this live service, I'm going to play a little music here. And it, this music is, I think this song is somewhat appropriate to what went on in this church service and what goes on in our lives. There are times in our lives where we really must cry out to God. Uh, there are times where our lives and the things that happen to us in our lives are so overwhelming. Uh, they are so uh, earth-shattering, so devastating to us that we must cry out to the Lord. And so I'm going to play this song by a young man I had the opportunity to meet here and hear him when he performed at the Sea Room here live in Atlanta. His name is Charles King from the Macon area, and the name of this song simply is Hear My Cry. Uh, you're listening to the Clarion Call broadcast as I broadcast to you here. Uh, my name is Minister Jonathan Simmons, and stay tuned for more. Hands 
we thank God that he, in fact, hears our cry and that he is a God who answers prayers. Are you listening to the Clarion Call broadcast? I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons, and we are uh, going to be speaking to you today about being an eyewitness to a miracle. I know sometimes, again, in life that uh, we, we see all of these things happening. And let me just give you a backdrop here of, of what I saw and what was going on. As I mentioned, I'm going to play you a clip uh, from a service that I attended a couple of weeks ago where, in fact, uh, we had a man literally die in the service. Uh, and we saw this man uh, perish. We saw him, in fact, according to EMTs and doctors on the scene, uh, this gentleman actually flatlined, which means he was gone. No brain waves, no electrical stimulus going on in the heart. So this man was clinically dead. And in fact, as the people of God prayed and the people who were there, as far as medical people continue to work, God did something and he broke into what was a horrible situation and turned it into a blessing. So we thank God that, um, that in fact, um, uh, that in fact um, he is still able to do what he said he would do. And so, like I said, again, it, it, uh, um, it's just a marvelous thing. And we actually have our Facebook page open so people are, contacting me via Facebook. You can go on and uh, find information. Just look for Clarion Call, and you can, you can find us. You can send us our information. Or if you have a compelling story, we'd love to get it on the air of what God has done for you or done even in your ministry. Uh, you can send me a direct email at helpchurches at gmail.com. Again, getting back to the narrative, let me say again, it's, it is a powerful thing when God breaks into the natural of his supernatural. And, you know, it's one thing uh, to preach or to teach a scripture. It's one thing to uh, quote a scripture, but it's another thing to see um, God in action. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so when you read that uh, and you see that, it is something that you wonder, what does that mean? What does that mean to me? Well, like I said, again, I had the opportunity to see it. And Jesus also said in the book of John, I'm going to read these scriptures for you right now. Um, many, many people know the story of Lazarus, but I'm still going to read that story so you can get, again, a backdrop of how these spirits, excuse me, how the scriptures have come alive. In the book of John, the 11th chapter, there is a, uh, there is a, a story being told about a man by the name of Lazarus, Okay. And Lazarus, uh, like this man that we saw in church, uh, was struck with an illness. Um, was struck with an illness that left him dead. D-E-A-D, the illness eventually struck him down and killed him. And so now the people were saying, if only Jesus had been there, if only he had been there, Lazarus, would not have died. But sometimes things happen in our lives where things have to die in order for God to manifest himself and, in fact, to show himself to be truly God, our healer, God who is our life, God who is our resurrection. And 
this is what happened here. And again, I'm going to read this narrative for you from out of the biblical scriptures um, so you might be able to get a backdrop. Again, John, the 11th chapter, and it reads as follows. Now, a certain man was sick. I'm actually going to read this from the English Standard Version so we can get it a little bit easier to understand without the bees and vows. Now, a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. And it was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, heard it he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. And when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then this he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. And the disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus answered, are not there 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the light and walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. And after saying these things, he said to him, our friend Lazarus is falling asleep, but I go to awaken him. Then the disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus has spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. Now, when you look at that, uh, we would initially be puzzled to say, you know, why would Jesus wait this long? Why would he wait knowing Lazarus was already deathly ill? Why would he wait? And Jesus explained why that is. He said, and for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So Thomas called the twins, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Now, when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus already had been in the tomb four days. Okay, so that means he'd been in there four days. Okay, which for most patients, and when they don't do a lot of, even when they're doing bombing, you're already now, your body is starting to mortify and it's starting to decay. And so it goes on and says, so that many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. I'm going to pause right there for a second. Jesus is explaining to her who he is, the, 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 the breath of him being the God-man. And he explains to her, yeah, you, you, scripturally you're correct. In fact, there's going to be a resurrection and you will see Lazarus. Then he said, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about reviving something that is dead here on the earth and bringing it back to life so that you might see it in this land of the living, not having to wait till you get to heaven. And the reason why this is important is because there are times in our lives, and I know I've experienced things, where something dear to you has died. It might be a dream. It might be a, a, a project. It might be something 
uh, even a relationship. There are people, marriages, that apparently, to all eyes, have died. No life left. The love is gone. The thrill is gone. Sometime a career seems like it hits a dead end. What you need then is not always just a burial to an end. Sometimes God allows these things to happen so that he can show you that he has the power to revive even something that has died, something that no longer apparently has any value, something that can no longer be used in the way it was used before. And that's what's going on here, and that's what happened just a few brief Sundays ago. She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. And when he said this, she went and called her sister Mary, Mary saying in private, the, the, private, the teacher is here and calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. And I'm going to skip down and read to the big part here. As we script down, reading the book of John, and we welcome the people who are now joining us from WIGO AM 1570 as we broadcast to you in a simulcast, both on WIGO AM 1570 and on blogtalkradio.com. Jesus said to Mary, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around that they might believe that you sent me. And when we said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And the man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound, with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Powerful, powerful section of scripture. But what's even more powerful is when you see something like this in 2014, not something written on a page, not something out of a book that many people contend might have been altered might have been transcripted improperly, may not even be true, might be a myth, that this name, mighty Yahashua, as he was called then, or mighty Yahshua, who we refer to now as Jesus, the Messiah, that he doesn't operate in the same way. Well, I'm going to let you hear a portion of a service that I went to on August 17th right here in Atlanta at a place called the Greater Travelers Rest Baptist Church, also known as the House of Hope, where a man died in service and here's an excerpt of that right now. Many of us are still worried about what, what, many of us are still mad about what happened with Trayvon Martin last year. Many of us are concerned what happened with this dude, Eric Garner, in New York. That trial ain't even taking place. A man in Ohio last week, week before last, in a, in a Walmart with a BB gun. Kill. And now this past week, People saying, so what's going to happen? What's going to happen in this case, Pastor? Is the Department of Justice, is President Obama going to do something? Is the FBI going to do something? Are they going to try it there in St. Louis County? We don't trust the prosecutor. The prosecutor is not fair. Who's doing the autopsy? Can I tell you something? 
I don't know how this case is going to come out. As you can hear, the pastor is preaching in regards to the things that have happened in Ferguson and unrest in our country. A very powerful service where he talked about being calm and how God has the final say. And you will hear very shortly how things change as he begins to realize that there is a man in service is leaving him as he is preaching. They don't bring charges. Even if we never know what will happen, we have a God. We have a God that sits in heaven. And one day, he sees and knows everything that happened, if it was evil, if it was a cover-up. Don't you think that just because they seem like they got away with it, don't you think that if George Zimmerman killed Trayvon like many of us think unfairly and got away with it, don't you think now that he has gotten away? You might not get your recompense from a human court of law, but let me tell you something. We got a God who's in heaven, and I still believe you're going to reap everything you sow. Now, I'm going to close by saying this to you. Some of you on your job are being treated so unfairly. People have done low-down stuff to you, but listen, very care- listen carefully. Don't you try to fight fire with fire. Do your job. Do it well. God told me to tell you, for those of you having problems in a toxic environment, I want you to be still. Be still and let me fight your battles. As this powerful word ends, I'm now going to go for time's sake to speed up towards the end of the service when there's a realization that a man has now, uh, basically now evidently had a heart attack, is fighting for his life. Fight for justice. Fight for peace, fight for love. But we don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's, it's in God's hands. It's going to work out for us. Listen, not only does God know the final verdict, but God knows what we're facing right now. We have a, we have a medical crisis in here now. But let me tell you something. This is how wonderful God is. The same God who saw neighbor's blood. The same God who handled Jezebel is the same God who can handle whatever this crisis is right now in the church. The same God can handle it. While, while, while we're in here right now, this, 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 this individual is in a critical condition, a critical condition. As a matter of fact, right now, as we're here, listen, I want y'all to tune, tune, tune in. You can't do that over there. He's he is fighting for his life right now. I, I stopped when I saw a cloud come in. He's fighting right now for his life. He's in a sanctuary right now fighting for his life. Listen to me carefully. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And the devil just spoke to my spirit 
You're in a sanctuary. I'm trying to make this his mortuary. I want you right now. I want you to get on your feet. I want you, I want you to listen. I want you to turn your hands in this direction. While, while, while they are, as we speak, performing CPR, while we'll speak as they're pumping his heart, I, didn't see, I don't need you looking, I need you praying. I don't know what it is, but my, my spirit, I don't see, I don't see, I'm, it's got to be because I feel it in my spirit. There's a wrestling right now. Trying to destroy, trying to kill him. His family is here with him right now. I saw a cloud, a dark cloud come in this room. My grandfather calls it the death angel. But I speak right now in the name of Jesus that God's going to have the last word. I want you to open your mouth right now and start praying that life is going to come, that his heart will start beating right now. I need you to open your mouth and pray. Not on our watch. Not on our watch. Somebody open your mouth and pray. We shall live and not die. Ministers, I want y'all to get on this wall over here by the deacons. Don't get too close. Y'all line up by this wall. Every minister, every man, every woman of God, come get line up by it. Not, don't get too close. Give room, but line up on that wall. Every man, every woman of God, line up. I need you to open your mouth right now. Open your mouth right now. I need your praying. As he made that call, I joined the many ministers and deacons and church officials and moved to within just a few feet of the sheet that they had up as the EMT people uh, continued to administer first aid. And then the miracle began to come forth. This is critical, y'all. God said if we ask it in faith, he can dread it in grace. I need to open your mouth. Somebody shout, live, live. I want you to shout to the heart start that beating. At this point, his heart has stopped beating. He had flat lines. Oh. Oh. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Open I don't hear y'all. This could be your daddy. It could be your brother. Come on, God. Do it, God. Do it, God. Do it, God. This sickness is not on the death. This sickness is not on the death. I declare Lazarus come forth. 
Come on, come on. Oh, ba 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 ste. Oh my. Oh my. And now, oh my. Oh my. the miracle begins. Oh my. As oh God. the prayers of the saints oh God. and the work miracle. of the EMT people, Let your people see a miracle today. Let your people allow us God. to see a miracle. Let your people know that you can do something, God. Do it right now, God. Somebody needs to see a miracle in front of their eyes. We saw what you did for Paul and Silas. We saw what you did for Daniel. Do it right now in our midst. Go, glory, 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 glory. This is a sanctuary. This is not a mortuary. This is a sanctuary. This is a place for the living. This This is not a place for the dead. Let everything that have breath. I said let everything that have breath. I said let everything that have breath. I said let everything that have breath. Oh, 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 oh. I feel you, God. I feel you, God. I feel you, Jesus. I feel you, Jesus. I feel you, God. Oh, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Thank you for our doctors. Thank you for our nurses. But thank you for being Jehovah Rophi. See, God told me to tell you. See, see, if he was at home, he wasn't going to make it. If he was at home, if he'd have stayed home, he didn't feel good this morning. Thank you, Holy Ghost. If he would have stayed home, he would not have made it. The only chance he has right now is the intercession of the saints. Somebody who believes in the power of prayer. Let these young folks see a miracle. Let the world see what happens when black folk and white folk and young folk and old folk pray. Let your wind blow. 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 Let somebody say, let your wind blow. I saw a space turn white. I saw a space turn pale. I've seen it before. Glory, 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 glory. When I count the three, somebody shout Jesus. One, two, three. Wait a minute. One, one, two, three. Thank you, Lord. One more time. One, two, three. Why are you doing that? Do it because there's power in that name. There's deliverance in that name. There's breakthrough in that name. Is that an IV I see? 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 God told me to tell you that IV stands for I am victorious. And there it was. The miracle had been done as a man who had flatlined in the church uh, was now breathing on his own and was taken to the hospital and later 
he went in for bypass surgery. You've been listening to Clarion Call, and we look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you, and have a great day. We thank all those of you who are tuned in to listen to us on WIGO AM 1570. And for those of you who have been listening on Block Talk Radio, we will be bringing you part two of this broadcast, uh, Eyewitness to a Miracle. And we thank you again so much for tuning in and joining us, and we hope that this broadcast, in fact, has been a clarion call uh, to let you know that God is in operation even this day. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I implore you, please, ma'am, please, sir, to get to know the one who is simply known as the way, the truth, and the life, and he himself is the resurrection. I'm talking about mighty Jesus the Christ. Uh, Come to him. Let him turn your life, and you will find, in fact, that those dead things in your life he can resurrect, and most of all, that he will have you to have a life and have it more abundantly. God bless you, and again, have a great day.